welcome to Tall Hungry Girl Talks. Guess who's back? My friend Gina. Woohoo! <laughs> hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Um, today I'm going to try and not say yeah after everything <laughs> that Gina says. So um, that brings me directly to the topic of our podcast today, which is life lessons at parentheses almost 40 because we are almost 40 yeah she is i'm not (laughs) i'm actually older than her so i might be closer to it (laughs) but i thought you know a decade a new decade a new year i just thought it was like a good time of self-reflection to you know capture all of the um sometimes painful lessons that we've learned you know, so then I can do another podcast when I'm 60 and 80 and, you know, <laughs> review all the things that, that we've learned because I think people will want to know. So And hopefully we won't be talking about the same things. I know. You have to Lord learn those lessons over again. No bad dates. Hashtag no bad dates <laughs> at 80. <laughs> be like, and he didn't pick me up on time for Denny's. <laughs> What did you learn? I know. The men still suck. No, just kidding. Just kidding. That was a joke. Okay. Clearly Uh, so funny. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Back to the topic at hand. Life lessons at 40, almost. Um, So this was something that I realized on January 1st is that um, hangovers, (laughs) they are not the same, ladies and gentlemen. No, the bounce back is not (laughs) the same as when we were in our 20s. (laughs) No, I read this this meme today that was like, hangovers when you're 20, like eat chicken noodle soup, have a piece of bread, and then you like go to Orange Theory afterwards. And then it was like hangovers at, you know, 30 and 40. And it was like, yeah, basically, (laughs) wake up with mesothelioma. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right yeah. in bed for a week mm-hmm. like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yes it is like health is so different now I'm like how is my body breaking it down at the same time that I'm gaining all this wisdom <laughs> oh I thought you were gonna say she's gaining wisdom I'm gaining weight I thought I really thought that's where you were going with this I was like girl mama tablets retired at 34 <laughs> Same. <laughs> when you said, well, I'm gaining all of this. And I was like, wait, because <laughs> that's what I'm gaining. <laughs> Lessons learned that that body. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, have you ever seen that meme where it's like, I wish maybe, maybe it's a meme. I wish I weighed as much as I did the first time I thought I was mm-hmm. fat. Like, <laughs> like for real. Yes. When yeah. I was 16 and I was like <laughs> 130, 5'9". <laughs> Now I'm 50 pounds heavier. <laughs> like, yeah, I won't tell y'all the other part, my, my number. But yeah, no, like just that is something, you know, not even just about weight, just about health in general. Like I feel like I don't I don't look old. I'm just telling y'all now. I don't look old. <laughs> Google <but> her. <laughs> she does not look old. Right. But I feel it like like I eat stuff and my chest burns and I'm like what is this like I've been eating this for years now all of a sudden yeah like it's burning my intestines is that age you know what I mean like what like what is that and I'm just like oh 
this is what it is. Like mm-hmm. you, re- your body really does change. It's settling into its ways. Oh, is that what? <laughs> okay, is that what we're gonna call that? It's settling. Yes, <laughs> it's finally fighting you back. Yeah, to all the crap that you're. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, so with working out even, like, I hurt even after I work out. Girl, look, on New Year's Eve, I went, so I love to dance. There's something that comes over me when I hear music. It's amazing. I don't even control it. Like, some girls go out dancing, they have a little cute two-step. That is not me. That is not my story, okay? Like, there is nothing (laughs) cute (laughs) about this way I move, okay? But I am committed to it, so that's what's important. But I danced all night long. And, you know, I couldn't even walk the next day. Like, why are my abs hurting? Like, is it one thing for my feet to hurt? My abs were hurting. I was like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. age. I know. And I wore very, well, I mean, they were tall heels. They weren't mm-hmm. ridiculously tall. But my feet still hurt. Like, I, when I was sleeping that night, I felt you like felt I your was feet still, hurting. Yes. I felt like I was still wearing them. And I was still uncomfortable. <laughs> and I was like, why did Yep. I had to pull a Britney Spears and walk through the streets barefoot. <laughs> I was not, I was like, whatever I catch tonight is going to have to be yeah. worth it because, because these I can't dogs do are it. barking. I cannot do it. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. I think I've just, you know, I've, my lactose intolerance is really just, it's really set in now. I think <laughs> age. Yes. Before I could, fudge it oh this is cute mm, let me have a piece of cheese <laughs> now it's like mm-mm, no milk i haven't had milk in like a decade that's your life lesson it's not worth it yeah. <laughs> yes. that's what i've learned especially if you're going on a date don't <laughs> eat dairy not. before a date <laughs> that's a good lesson yes. to learn. that's a good so lesson you're not uncomfortable learn. the whole time yeah mm-hmm. you're welcome <laughs> as amanda seal says gem dropping <laughs> I'm gem dropping. Okay, I'm with it. <laughs> um, no, I think, you know, that's definitely health. But really, like, mental health and the mm, valuing it more mm-hmm. and realizing <clears throat> that it's not something that you can be frivolous with mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in your, mm, like, I would say in my 20s, I was much more frivolous with my mental health and just, you know, whatever you're still like learning yourself and what you like and don't like and stuff like that allow, you know, different types of people or your own behavior. Um, and so that's definitely the preservation of mental health. Right. Even like just being able to talk about it though. Yeah. I think I was sharing with this, you, this with er, sharing this with you earlier, even the fact that like learning that you don't, you're not alone in anything. Like the fact that, most of my life, and I think we talked about this in the first podcast, even being sensitive or not having boundaries, all those things you think you're going through alone, but other people have it too. I yeah. mean, I think there are many things that bond us in our friendship. Um, our love of food and <laughs> laughter and just each other. And one of them being like yeah. the struggle with this anxiety yeah. and managing it in a safe space and having someone who... Um, who can empathize mm-hmm. and not judge and and be able to empathize with enough to support you through it. Yeah. Like, you know, I have like day-to-day like anxiety over just like dumb stuff, guys. Like it's, you know, it's like 
I don't ha- often have panic attacks or anxiety attacks. So when I do, you know, to hear is my person, because I'd be like, girl, talk me off this ledge. Like, mm-hmm. I know what I'm feeling. I need another perspective. So I think that's been, like, really great for me um, to know who I can talk to about that, right? Like understanding, there's a lesson in that with mental health, understanding how your friends play different roles in your life and not everybody needs to know all your damn business no. and not everybody can help you through yes. everything. And even if someone like is a really, really yeah, good best friend. best of intentions. Yeah, they don't, like, I mean, you know, I think we both had, you know, mutual friends who you know that that is not... That's not their ministry. No, no, it is not. <laughs> Supporting they, through anxiety, not their ministry. It's but, okay. <laughs> but they will be there for you at the drop of a hat for like yeah. everything else. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it, it can, you know, be detrimental if you are seeking something from someone who doesn't necessarily have the capacity mm-hmm. to deliver on the support mm-hmm. and so kind of knowing your audience. Right, right. There's a huge lesson because yeah. it helps like preserve relationships. It helps yeah. manage expectations. It's not really fair to expect someone to be able to support you through something when if you really look at it um, sometimes people aren't ready to even deal with their own stuff so they can't really deal with yours like and that's no shade to anybody that just is what it is you know and even checking yourself with that like being um, honest with yourself about like I really want to be a good friend to this person and I think my capacity like I don't have the bandwidth right now so I can't You know what I mean? And being able to like share that. That's really hard, but it's something I think it's important to be fair to yourself. Yeah. And I, like we've had conversations too where, and I've tried to get better at this of like, your friends are not your like emotional dumping ground. And that's like Mm -hmm. a a huge lesson that I've had to get better at because I am an extrovert. I am emotional. I do like to talk about my feelings, but you know, your friends, they have their own stuff going Mm -hmm. on. And so, you know, sometimes when we have conversations, I'll say, Hey, like, do you have the emotional capacity Mm -hmm. for this? Or are you, can I share something Mm -hmm. with you? So, you know, you get that permission to, you know, cause sometimes people aren't in a space to, to kind of deal with your stuff too. Right. And their own. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, when I, this past year, like something crazy had happened and I was having a session with my therapist and (laughs) she kind of made me laugh because I'm just, you know, really going through it. And she was like, Tahira, you are not unique. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't the only one, boo. (laughs) She was like, all people deal with this. And, you know, I think you can interpret those words as being a little bit harsh, but to me, it was more like it opened my eyes. It was like, like cold air, almost like, Mm -hmm. Oh shit. Like I'm awake now realizing that, Oh yeah. Like other people deal with this because it's easy to just allow your mind to spin over and over again and think that, Oh my God, I'm the only one that's dealing with a breakup or family member getting sick. And it's like, no, literally everyone Mm -hmm. is dealing with something in some capacity. So yeah it's life yeah there's a lesson right <laughs> yes <laughs> it'll happen yeah the end. <laughs> yes yes period dot yes. <laughs> and just because someone projects perfection like maybe that is their coping mechanism mm-hmm. is to project perfection and that everything is going on but not everyone handles things outwardly right and so that's why it's so important to not get caught up in social media too because 
you know, like you get stuck on the cat videos and then you find, you know, your ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. Wait, time out. Cat. <laughs> wait, wait. Everybody watches cat videos and then dog videos and then vacation videos. And then you start looking up your ex from six years ago. <laughs> All right, guys. This, she's on her own. But, <laughs> I don't know about everyone. I'm talking about the rabbit hole of social media. Again, I didn't know where cat videos were going to go. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Animal videos in general. But just, you know, you get like hooked on social media mm-hmm. and like swiping and stuff and comparing yeah and comparing and you know it's so that's that's a huge lesson because you can meet so many couples and then they'll post their gloriousness on Facebook but you know them and you know that that's not the story so it's like these are the people in your life like imagine how it is for the people that you don't know anything about mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um so that like so like the compare culture that I was talking about, we, you know, you and I were talking earlier, like the grass is greener where you water it. I think you said that, that like, you know, it's like, we want a relationship, but it's like, okay, well, if you're unhappy when you're single, you'll definitely be unhappy in a relationship. Yeah. Because now you're taking on someone else's emotions and dealing, or maybe not taking them on, but having to deal with them Mm -hmm. as well as whatever disruptions you have in your own life. And so, um, I think for me, I've like really come to like a piece of just like, oh, this is where I am. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. Or even like thinking about, um, you know, I'm in education, so my life is pretty stable, my professionally. Um, and I have friends who have a, some in- exciting lives, right? You know, um, and if you just look at it and you think you have like some friends who travel a lot for work and that is something that I don't ever get to do. It's not that exciting. But but you but you know that right. Yeah. But like thinking about it, I'm like, wow, that's so glamorous. That's so awesome. Not thinking about the fact that their sleep is probably yeah. always messed up. They and can't they're really, eating they're and eating. working out exactly and missing friend stuff. Right. Or like some of my friends who are even entrepreneurs. Like that's hard work. I mean, yeah. it's hard work. All you know, everything that we do is hard. But even that, like, not necessarily being able to take a day off because they don't have you know like they don't work they don't get paid and things like that so it's just again the compare culture like looking at someone else's life which is why social media can be it doesn't have to be like you can look at it and use it and share and just look at it for what it is but sometimes it does like get in your brain where you're like hmm why don't I look like that why don't I have that you know like but just keeping perspective and being like nope you know what this is my this is my journey this is my life this is my grass like it's gonna be great you know what I'm saying because I'm gonna pour into myself here so maybe my measurements, no, I won't even go there. <laughs> right? Like, who cares if my waistline is a size 73? At least I got the money to buy the food to get that size 73 waist. And hey, a now. house to cook it in. Hey, now, right? <laughs> Won't he do it? Count your blessing. <laughs> but like, girl, you got a size 23 waist. You hungry. You hungry, boo. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I am happily fed. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, My pants don't button, but you know what? My job allows me to go buy some leggings. (laughs) Elastic and nasal. See, you just have to count your blessings. I know. know, You know what, though? The, The sad part is, is that is actually very, very real. Because when I started my career, I had no money, and I was the skinniest I've ever been in my entire life. Like... Mm-hmm. so skinny I go back and look at those pictures and it was because I couldn't afford food <laughs> <laughs> so that shit is so real see like 
Yeah. 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 Le- but I was learned. skinny, but I was poor. <laughs> Lessons learned. I had $9 a month left over after like buying groceries to go out to eat. That mm-hmm. was my budget. $9 a month. And, you know. Yeah. But now. Right. And so we should be grateful and like happy with who we are and how we are. You know what I'm saying? As long as we're healthy. Yeah. That's another life lesson. Just focus on like health. Yes. All, all the way around yeah. rather than like weight. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. Because I didn't, when I was younger, I didn't know that I would spend the most of my majority li- of my of my adult life battling weight issues and body image issues and things like that because when I was younger, I didn't have them. So getting older, I'm like, huh, I think I just need to appreciate who I am yeah. and I need to focus on health because with that, it that's what'll happen. If you focus on like weight, you know what I'm saying? Then you probably will gain more weight. Cause you can be skinny and really unhealthy. Right. Exactly. But yeah. if you're just like healthy and fit and on the inside and you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Eventually it will just like show on the outside. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've also had a lot of lessons in terms of relationships, friendships, and relationships, Mm -hmm. um, like really this past decade, (laughs) but specifically this year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in general, um, I think Gina has seen me through this kind of evolutionary process. And I, have talked about it before on the podcast about just like, you know, boundaries and, um, the, you know, the swinging of like my pendulum and being a little bit extreme and Mm -hmm. just like cutting people off if they hurt my feelings or, you know, did me wrong in quotes, whatever, you know, however dramatic you want to be about it. Um, and now I'm, you know, coming back to a center, but also realizing like why I was upset with that person in the first place and realizing like you said this earlier, Gina, that like you can't save a ship by yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only got one oar. So, <laughs> right. If the other person doesn't want to pick it up, <laughs> what are you going to do? Right. We're just going to go in circles. Literally. Right. <laughs> just exactly. going to go in circles. Exactly. Relationship, a friendship, all those ships. It's involved. Yeah. So you're not in it by yourself. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can, you know, dear, do irreparable damage. And mm-hmm. obviously, then, you know, mm-hmm. that it could be on the person to forgive you, but that, that you can kind of blame yourself for, but it, you know, in general, like you said, like you really, and I think sometimes I think some, I'm, I feel like I'm paddling with one or, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Right. Which then goes to the not having the boundary. So it's just like learning, right? Yes. Because if you just, if you're always taking care of yourself and moving from an authentic space that works best for you, it sounds really selfish and it makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I hate that the word selfish has such a negative connotation. I have a friend, my friend Denise, she's always like, I just think of it as self-full. You know what I mean? Like, because you, we, we have to pour into ourselves before we can give to anyone else, right? You can't pour from an empty cup. So like it makes sense to be, you know, I don't know, I guess a little bit more selfish with your self-preserving. Yeah. 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 I remember I dated this guy once and I considered myself a selfless person to my own detriment. And I remember him calling me selfish and I was like, 
Look, there's a lot of things you can say about me. And I was talking to one of my, my best friends in California, Shakira, and I called her and I was like, and he said I was selfish. She's known me since I was like nine. She was like, girl, I've been waiting 30-some years for you to be selfish. <laughs> I'm glad you learned. Tell him I said thank you. And I'm like, no. And she's like, no, that means that you set some boundary yeah. or you did something for yourself that, you know, this person wasn't ready for. So, yeah. But again, I do think that depending on – how you move when you're preserving yourself, it's how it's perceived, right? If, if it's like, oh, she's being selfish, or if, oh, no, like, that's just her taking care of herself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It definitely goes with the energy in which we make decisions. Yeah. And sometimes recognizing when friends do turn you down, mm-hmm. that, that maybe they're preserving themselves, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. support. And, and I actually tend to, like, I have a friend that's, like, very honest about... <laughs> everything but you know we we like we laugh about her kind of sometimes bitchiness and like the boundaries because she is very firm and Mm -hmm. honest in them Mm -hmm. and but I respect it Mm -hmm. because I always know it's not like shadiness or maliciousness it's just she's like no this is what it is and I'm gonna do this for me like right and, and you can respect you, it. Yeah. And it's consistent. Yes. So you yeah. know what to expect. And you know that that person is like genuine. So when they do something or say something, it's like, no, you're here because you really want to be here. Yes. You said this because you meant it. You know, like you're not really worried about my feelings. I mean, you care, but not at the uh, risk or to your own detriment of like going against something that you really believe in. Yeah. So I think that's something that I, I'm going to name it for you too, that we are still working on. Yeah. I think that when you are an extrovert and you know for all intents trying not to be as much of a people pleaser but when you have a lot of friends and people you're used to people liking you for all intents and purposes it's hard you don't want to disappoint people you know and sometimes you sacrifice your own worth your own boundaries your own care your own mental health so that other people can feel better now that was def- I, that's definitely left in last decade. Like that is not coming in with us at all. Like it's going to be a challenge. I know every day I, I you know I try be better and try not to like make make sure that like what I'm doing is really what I really want to be doing. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's hard because the default because what for 38 years of my life I wasn't I'm not I haven't been that way. Yeah. It's natural for me to just kind of acquiesce and be like, "Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want I don't want you to be disappointed, so I need to show up for you. Mm-hmm. Even if I can barely walk or I haven't slept in five days or, you know what I mean? But it's like, no, she needs me. It's kind of narcissistic if you think about it because it's like, and she'll be all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it is. It is like, oh, the world will not go on. It's like, I don't I don't call out for work when I'm really sick because I'm like, they won't make it without me. It's like, you're, actually, yeah, yeah, they, they do. I mean, they email me all day, but <laughs> but I'm like, no, I have to go in. What will happen? Life will go on, yeah. you know? Like take care, but if I just take care of myself, the better I'll be for other people. Cause I'll be, I'll be, be the best me I can be. Yeah. But yeah, when you think about it, it is narcissistic. Like, no, I have to be there. Like, do you really have to go? Yeah. Yes. Like, don't try to be a hero. Right. My cousin, my cousin always says that. Gina, don't try to be a hero. No one really respects a hero. Like, the world will go on. Yeah. So it just is. keeping that in mind. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I think. There's been times I feel like though with us where I'm like I feel like when we really it's like you know when your friend really 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 needs you yeah and I think that there's like an exception even if it's not necessarily convenient but for the most part it's like 
you know, mm-hmm. it's it's okay. Like, you don't have to go to every party that you're invited to. My friend Starla always says that. Like, even when people, like, send me stuff, I put it in my house. She's like, you don't have to put that up in your house. I'm like, they sent it to me. <laughs> She's like. <laughs> I throw away Christmas cards. Oh, my, no. Christmas cards are my most favorite thing in the world. I think sometimes it's hard for me because even though I do, like, being single I think around Christmas time oh. it's hard for me to like see like kids and, and families because I don't have that oh, I love but it. the 360 other days a year I'm like well I don't have kids but then I think it's like that week that it's challenging and I'm like you know what I'm gonna admire this for five <laughs> minutes I'm gonna read your note I actually set them out this year good um people spend money on those I hope y'all listen and don't send to hear no card you better take a picture of it and meme it <laughs> screenshot that shit to her and save yourself some money (laughs) but it's my little self-care for myself of like i'm just gonna throw this away because yep screenshot it don't (laughs) don't print it on shutterfly guys you might as well send it to me (laughs) send it to me i'll keep it i think i keep i keep my cards up until like february like i know you i love them but that's so funny i didn't know that about you I think I'm going to start sending you cards now. I have have really weird, I have very weird quirks in terms of, yeah. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, I think that's like just like one of my weird. And and That was a lesson for you all. Screenshot (laughs) the family card. Also, also my fridge is not magnetic. Uh Uh-huh. So there's nowhere, I really don't have anywhere to like set them. You can make a space. Uh, I Pinterest (laughs) it. Because I don't have my fridges either. Or there's a will, there's a way. True. And I don't have the will, so, <laughs> so there's, there's no, no way. way. <laughs> Life lesson number 17. <laughs> um, so that brings us to fear. And mm. say what you said earlier, Gina. That it's an illusion. <laughs> In case you didn't hear her. Um, it's not even mine, actually. Oh. I was talking to my uh, boyfriend, and he said it. Oh, okay. He was like, fear is an illusion. And he basically was talking about, because I am quite fearful of... Um, everything Everything. (laughs) (laughs) like the dark (laughs) like nighttime i i hate it (laughs) like so scared okay um but anyways he was just talking about how it's an illusion and because the same person like for him he's like this big guy who's like you know he's not really afraid of like animals i am afraid of bunnies guys um he's not you know what i mean but like sometimes, you know, standing up in front of people and public speaking gets in his nerves. Meanwhile, I can get up in front of anybody, you know what I'm saying, and um, and speak and I'll be fine. You let a dog or a squirrel walk by me. <laughs> All bets are off. You know what I'm saying? Although you did like Sadie. My I did. Dog, I did. I did. Because Sadie's special. So those are like silly situations, yeah. but it definitely applies to everything, you know, yeah. um, being fear. Just like. But you said like you said something earlier about how, like when you move in that space mm-hmm. in whatever place in your life with friends, with relationships, it, you said it inevitably blows up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so true mm-hmm. because you're not operating like in your authentic Right. Self, like whether it's like going to something that you don't want to do and you're like scared to tell the person about it, 
that you don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Well, that shit is inevitably going to blow up. It is. You're going to be miserable all uh-huh. night. Uh-huh. Somebody's going to feel some kind of way. Yeah. You don't seem as interested. You're not this. And you're like, well, I really don't want to be here. But I didn't. I was fearful that, you know, you would take it the wrong way, you know. So it's, it is about moving in the right space. Even as far as, um, I forgot what I was going to say. So <laughs> <laughs> that fast. <laughs> but yes, moving in your authentic space because the energy, it feels different. And so I feel like it's a tough balance, right? It's because it's like one of those things where you don't want fear to hold you back. So you have to find that way to like get past it. So you do need to make a move, but it's not like, it's almost like in spite of it, not like because of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. It's, it's weird. Cause it's, because when you do it, like you're fine. You know what I mean? Like you overcome it or you don't either way. Like you won't know, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, my friend Shakira always says, like, you have a 50-50 chance of things go of working out, right? Sometimes more of it working out than it not because of your skill set or whatever. So it's like, why it bet? will or it won't. Right. But, like, why bet against yourself? You know what I mean? Like, why not put that same energy that you have into being fearful of doing something, of making a move, into believing? Take that same energy and put it into, nope, I'm about to do this. It's going to work out. I'm going to be safe. I'm going to be fine. Granted, like, there are just dangers in the world, right? Like, that happens. But for the most part, um, when you are scared of something, and then I can think of things in life that I've been scared of, aside from animals. Let's move past that, though. Um, <laughs> Bunny rabbit. <laughs> uh-huh. That when I've gone for it, regardless of how it's worked out, like, I've always come out a better person because of it. And so just remembering that, like, you know, when you were talking about relationships, like, that I've always shared. I'm very open about that being, like, the most insecure I am in any part of my life. And even, you know, being in one now, like, being afraid to, like, share how I really feel about certain things. But that's because of, like, fear of, like, well, I don't want this person to judge me or I don't want this person to feel, like, to think that I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe I've overshared, right? But the right person will be like, yeah, this bitch is crazy. And I still love her. <laughs> and aren't you cute? <laughs> aren't you so cute? I want a little ca- crazy self. <laughs> I want to count your eyelashes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to my boo. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um. <laughs> but like you were talking about earlier, because um, we, we had uh, we had dinner to talk about this mm-hmm. podcast beforehand. So that's why I keep referencing mm-hmm. our, our previous conversation to prepare. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need to be like Oprah, prepared <laughs> for my interviewees. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, it's so, it's so cliche and I hate like even coming out of my mouth, but like, it really does work out. Like the guy that like broke your heart or, you know, whatever it ends up it, it or the guy whose heart you broke, mm-hmm. like it ends up working out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, Oh, I had dated this interesting person earlier this year and it was some wild who he was like living a double life. And it was like, I remember going to meet his family and I was getting sick, like physically ill on the way there. And I didn't know why I was getting sick. Well, my body started revolting against myself (laughs) because I'm very, very highly intuitive and I wasn't listening to myself. And Mm -hmm. so my body was literally like boxing itself. And, um, and the lesson for me was after that was over, was that like, I need to listen to myself. Mm -hmm. And so, 
to me, that was like, oh, everything really does work out. Like I've learned this before and I didn't learn it. And so life just kept teaching Mm -hmm. it to me. And, you know, my dad said like, you know, are you going to choose the path of happiness? Are you going to choose the path of sadness? And are you going to value your gift now? Like Mm -hmm. what, what is your, what is your decision? And I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to value my gift. And that was like cemented, I feel like on my forehead. So now when I look in the mirror, (laughs) (laughs) trust your gift. (laughs) Right. Right. If your stomach hurt, don't go to his house. (laughs) (laughs) That's not nerves. That's somebody telling you don't go. (laughs) Right. Right. No. Yeah, definitely. Think about if it's a job, if it's like getting into college. Yeah. Like if you have a job interview and you like kind of feel weird about things or yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anything that hasn't worked out, you, you eventually see why. Like, oh, because something better or different was supposed to be for me. And I think I was, when I was talking to you earlier, I was sharing, even in times when you reflect on like things in the past. And I know we talk about relationships a lot, but that's because that's what we do. Okay. <laughs> so get over <laughs> Because we're still trying to navigate and figure it out. Yes. So, um, but you know, you think about, for me, it's like, oh, I wish I would have done this differently. You know, when this person said this to me, I wish I would have responded this way. I wish I would have, you know, because, you Gina's know. Gina's nicer than me, so she has those <laughs> Yes. And at the I'm same time. I'm always wishing I wouldn't have said something. <laughs> but it's like, but even with that, like, for whoever you were at that moment, right, like, that was the best decision for mm-hmm. you, you know, like, for whatever, whatever the consequences were of that. You know what I mean? Like, and we don't always feel it. And yes, we make mistakes and we try. The goal is to not have any regrets because if you learn from it, then it's like, even if it was a hard lesson and you would go back and maybe do things differently, it still was a lesson that you needed to learn. So for my girl here, you know, her snapping off is what brought us together. So (laughs) (laughs) really 10 years ago, I'm not, I mean, that's really her. She, I was at a party and somebody was being special and everybody was just in the room looking at each other and this girl is anybody else annoyed by this girl (laughs) and I was like oh my god (laughs) let's be friends (laughs) I need that type of honesty in my life right but I mean it could have been a dangerous situation for her too (laughs) like that's my best friend (laughs) she didn't care oh well then you should be really annoyed (laughs) (laughs) then you're a bad friend you didn't tell her to shut up (laughs) exactly but you know what I'm saying? So for whatever lesson you're supposed to learn at that time, whoever you are at that moment, when you make those decisions, like that's exactly what's supposed to happen. So just being able to trust that. It's really hard because the heart wants what it wants, right? So, But even the forcing, so it's like if you, you know, mm-hmm. in a friendship or in, a, in a, like a relationship or something, like that forcing, it's like you're going against the grain mm-hmm. and it, you don't have any perspective. And so as time passes you can kind of start seeing like, oh, oh yeah, he travels all the time. So I wouldn't have been able to see him or, Mm -hmm. oh, he's a cheater and has like a wife and a family. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, my stories are not this dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to (laughs) say, no, we'll just let it go. (laughs) But yes, T, um, those happened. And then you're like, oh, okay. So that's why it didn't work out. (laughs) Because <laughs> it couldn't, okay? Yes. <laughs> That's why. Because it couldn't. I'm glad you're able to reflect and you're able to learn these lessons. <laughs> Not knowingly. <but laughs> that didn't really happen to me, but it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, thinking about the life that I thought I wanted mm-hmm. um, with certain people yeah. versus the life that I haven't. I mean, even being here, even going to Howard, you know, my first choice was USC and I was waitlisted. I, I, I was deferred until the second semester. Do you know how different of a person yes. I would be if I would have stayed in Los Angeles Ooh, and I'm not? So, yeah. yeah. We wouldn't be friends. I know. So many things so wouldn't have sad. happened. I wouldn't be, I, I don't think I would be the educator that I am. I definitely wouldn't be the woman that I am. I, like, my experience in D.C., like, that door closing opened up what the world that I was supposed to have. So yeah. I always think about that, and I'm always grateful. Like, okay, so I have this plan. This is what I want, and I got to just trust that God is like, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes life works out so that, like, my plan and his plan align, and that's really great. And sometimes it's like, mm I have something way better for you. You just got to trust it. Yeah. Which is really hard. Yeah. And even if it all doesn't work out, you figure out how to how to make out. it work. Yes. Yeah. 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 I know. I uh huh. Yeah. Mm. Uh huh. It all works out the way it's supposed to be. I I mean I've, I I really have to believe that. Yeah. You know. Well, there's there's more sanity I think in in like holding that belief closer because I don't think. So, you know, you can look back and say, wow, like, I wish maybe that would have ended different or yeah. maybe, you know, but I think for the most part, it's like, yeah, when I look back at every single relationship I've ever had, there isn't one that got away. No. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's, they all be missing me. Okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, they probably have regret, but you <laughs> yeah. definitely don't. Because <laughs> I know how to cook. So. <laughs> that apparently is it. <laughs> They're just missing food. <laughs> that was your win. Yes, because I know how to cook very well. <laughs> Not because I'm a really great person. Well, right? I mean, that goes without saying. I, I mean, the I people hear me. The oh, people hear this me. This is true. They know. Because I really know how to cook <laughs> and watch cat videos. <laughs> <laughs> but let's face it. You know, there's no... The cooking skills are, are declining in our generation. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's a valuable trait. It is. It is. <laughs> um... So, you know, coming to an end. Oh, are we not conclusioning? No, no, get... we, we have more things to oh, talk about. Okay. There's more on the list. Because I was, I, you know, that's my favorite part. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> yes, no, we're, um, so Gina and I always talk about time because it's the one thing that you can't get back. And it's also the one thing that only you can uniquely give to someone else. So, you know, you can get money from anyone you know, you can find a sugar mommy or daddy, whatever, <laughs> whatever. or just a new job. <laughs> <laughs> you can get money from many places. Um, you can get affirmation from many places, mm-hmm. but time is like, you know, in relationships and friendships and all that, that's like the one thing that that person can uniquely give that no one else can. Um, <clears throat> and so I feel like it's such a valuable commodity Mm -hmm. to not waste absolutely on mm, wasteful shit (laughs) you're so profound i know you're welcome Um, the writer in me (laughs) yeah that's that's beautiful um (laughs) but yeah it really is right so there's a lesson in itself like just make sure you're like really appreciating um the time that you have with people, yeah. where you give your time, you your know. family, your yeah. parents, yep, especially you know. as my parents get older. Yeah. Yeah. Two, like two years ago, I lost my grandma and she was one of the closest people to me. And I was telling to hear like, you know, when people pass away, especially if they have like cancer or something, you know, one of my friends actually passed away a couple of days ago and you see them and you don't want them to be hurt, hurting anymore. 
but it's just forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't get, you don't have any more time after that. And so just making sure that when we are thinking about our relationships with people and what we're doing every day, that we're not, to hear it said, we're not wasting it. Like, and that, that doesn't mean you got to be moving and hustling because that's going to be wasting it. Like, I don't want my life to be about the hustle and bustle. Like, that's not what we remembered for. You know what I mean? Like, that I worked, you know, I gave a gazillion hours of work to, and dedicated to, like, the kids and the school. No, like, my life, I'm more than that, you know. Um, but, like, so if, my, so if it's important for me to spend today in the bed, like, that's time well spent. Like, I still owe that to myself. So just making sure that I respect my time and I respect the time of others, but definitely probably sore myself. Like this is like, that's been like probably the greatest lesson for me this year is just to take care of me because it's not a strength of mine. Yeah. I did a, um, I was at a training for work a couple of weeks ago and it was like this emotional IQ test and all of my strengths, my highest uh, scores were in interpersonal relationships, empathizing, yes. um, dealing with other people. I would agree. And where I scored the lowest in were anything that was self-care, self-care, yeah. self-regard, like all of those things that were about taking care of myself. And so, and this was supposed to, um, I was supposed to use this to create this plan to help me be a more effective leader. And when I went back and I talked to my boss, my principal about it, he was like, you need to test a te- to tell you that I could have told you that. Like, you definitely need to spend more time, you know, taking care of You're yourself. You're like, well, get prepared for me to start saying no to you. <laughs> Advocating for yourself. <laughs> right. Like, you sure you want this? <laughs> you sure, Because <laughs> I a lot. <laughs> but it made me think about, like, yeah, I do spend a lot of my time making sure other people are okay. And I feel like I need to start making, spending more time. Like, I'm not going to change who I am, right? Like, that people matter to me. So I will always make sure that people are okay. But, and I need to spend more time making sure that, like, I'm okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And, and I think I've seen a lot of, a lot of improvement on that. For both of us. T's a big fan of mine. (laughs) Whenever I say anything like bad, not even bad, but if I'm like, I really need to grow in this area before I can get out. She's like, I feel like you're growing. (laughs) If I'm like, you know, I can do a little bit better. You're great at that, actually. (laughs) I'm like, thank you, boo. (laughs) Because we talk every day. I'll be like, I feel like I didn't really handle it. Nope, you did. I think you did the best you could. (laughs) Don't own all that. Don't own all of that. I mean, you know, I th- I'm honest, but I think I'm right most of the time. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> and I wholeheartedly believe that. <laughs> Life lessons 2020. I've learned that I am right. <laughs> no, when it comes to assessing people, th- th- well, me, things, yeah, yeah, things you about are. you. I mean, I think I'm generally right in terms of people too, although slightly judgmental, which I'm trying to get better at. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, except when it comes to like being able to assess like dating relationships, but I think my assessment of people is generally fairly mm-hmm. accurate. Mm-hmm. I will say that you're nicer than I am. And so you like give more allowances and yeah. just like accept people for who they are. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm that's an area of growth for me. <laughs> it's a growth area. You know, like when you get your review at work. <laughs> this is a growth area. This is a growth area. <laughs> because I'm like, oh well, I'm not perfect. So, you know, you mm-hmm. want people to give you allowances. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's actually that has like been the biggest lesson for me. Mm-hmm. Is like, ooh, I mess up. And I want someone to give me grace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
How funny. We started season one talking about grace. I know. Boundaries. It all, it all connects. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Coming full circle. Yeah. We really must have, we really must have learned it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ingrained. <laughs> I know. I think I, like daily I'm like trying to rehearse all of these, but I do feel actually happier than I ever have in my Aww, life. Oh, yay, friend. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I think that like you know, we always talk about this and I think you constantly reinforce it that like, it's okay to like own my feelings. Mm-hmm. I constantly, that's another life lesson. Write that down guys. <laughs> that I think I, I like to push things away if they're not convenient. So like resolving conflicts and stuff like that, I would like, Gina was telling me earlier that I sort of didn't realize that I do, but I can kind of accept it that it's like, if I'm having a conflict and I'd rather take ownership of it than, than like acknowledge the fact that it was someone else's fault because then it's a harder conversation to have. And you don't want to have the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cause it's easier to just be like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. But I think now I'm like, well, I can't apologize because I'm not sorry. And you are the one that fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't say that, but that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think it's the extreme, right? Yes. Because I, and I also think this has to do, which again, we've talked about like just um, how in our lives, our friendships have been so important to us. Yeah. So we do give a lot more grace to women than men, right? That's what we've done. So I feel like it's the opposite for you with men where you wouldn't necessarily look at yourself and everything they did was wrong. So that's where you did go off. It wasn't even like really handling the conflict. She would just go off the end, drop the mic and peace out forever. Okay. <laughs> she would literally, that was her approach. <laughs> and then but I think they all deserved it. I'm just going to uh-huh. be honest with that. But then with women or with friendships, that's where you would be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, let me find my peace so that I don't have to address it. But then it's somehow, right? We talk about it because that's from a fear. Like, I don't want there to be weirdness, whatever. And then it manifests itself in other, like, passive-aggressive ways. Yeah. And I'm hella passive-aggressive. Yes. (laughs) I love her. And yes. (laughs) I am getting better, though. Yes. 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 Passive-aggressive Patty is on her way to disappearing. (laughs) I think in 2020, 21, she'll be gone. She'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I won't have, because I think the reason why I was passive-aggressive is because you don't deal with shit. Mm -hmm. And when you're not dealing with like the actual problem, it like, you try to like get it out in Mm -hmm. other ways. Yes. And then you just end up coming across as like a huge bitch, whether instead of like, if you would have just been like, hey, yo, this like Mm kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. was messed up like you hurt my feelings whatever like in the onset but I think for me like I oftentimes take a while to like digest and process things like it can take me weeks to like process a Mm -hmm. conversation and so people like for when you address address things immediately but my brain doesn't work that way and so but for a lot of people it's like well why didn't you say something when it happened and I'm like but I wasn't mad then I was just confused right and now I'm pissed right Right, but being able, but at least now you know you're processing, so you're able to share that. If someone does say that to you, like, well, why are you just now bringing this up? And you're like, well, I needed some time to process it to see if it really bothered me or if I was just being ridiculous or if I was just in my feelings about something else because I didn't want to bring it to you if it didn't really involve you. So I was, you know, and then 
I feel like people should be able to appreciate that. It's like um, thinking that as soon as someone shares something with you, you have to respond immediately. You know, I talk about this at work with some of the teacher leaders that I work with. And I'm like, no, to show that you're listening, give a thoughtful response. Wait a minute before responding. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that silence. We talk about it. It's really weird. It's really uncomfortable. But if I'm sharing something with you and you take some time before you respond, as uncomfortable as that is, who I am, I'm like, she's really thinking about what she wants to say. Yeah, think of all the therapists, like any any like mental yeah. health provider. They pause before they yeah. provide a response. Like take it all in, think of something. Don't just have the shit ready to respond because most of the time it doesn't even apply to me, you know, or whoever the person is. Because And because how I process, I'm already thinking of a response as I'm even talking. So surprise me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like don't say what I think you're going to (laughs) say. Like really listen and go there. So I think taking the time to just recognize and say you know what this is how I process just like as a learner this is how I learn so this is what I'm like I'm an oral processor I know I need to talk through things right but and and the same thing with arguing right like my boyfriend is not like that he listen guys he'd be like no (laughs) he'd be like actually you said this at five o'clock on this day and I'd be like wait where was I at five o'clock on this day (laughs) right but normally I'm really good I'll have like all of these like comments and Tahir will tell you I'm usually good at things to say but sometimes when I'm in those moments I can't so I really need to just sit back. I think you have a threshold so if there's like if there is um some like a little awkwardness yeah you are masterful at being able to navigate that but I think when it comes to confrontation yeah and anger you don't that's not that's not my no that's not mine. no you can deal with like awkwardness and a little like oh Mm-hmm. Like when everyone's like looking at each other in the room, yeah. kind of like you are like a master at navigating that and kind of cooling the temperature. But I think anger is just like, yeah, that's a shutdown. And so knowing, right. Knowing that about myself to be like, no, I need some time to respond. Like I got something to say, but let me think about it yes. <laughs> because it doesn't, if it doesn't, cause if I'm fear, fearful, it doesn't come out right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the same thing with you, like just, you know, I, I've been thinking about this <laughs> It, maybe I wasn't bothered on Tuesday, but by Sunday, you weren't right, girl. <laughs> I've really thought about what you said, and I'm just not sure why that came out of your mouth. <laughs> by then, they're like, what did I say? <laughs> I know. But also, I realized that, like, like God, I went to a New Year's party, and I, I told Gina, I was like, I was just having attitude for no reason. Like, I didn't – and I, like, went back and, like, followed up with people like, oh, sorry, like, you know, I don't know why. Like, Right. And everyone that I talked to was like, oh, no, you were fine. But in my head, and it was important for me to acknowledge that yeah. and, like, apologize because I think I have even more sensitivity to it now of being like, okay, words matter. Like, you can't – you know, be sensitive. Play people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because people have feelings. Yeah. Even yeah. men. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's I easy. I love her. Even. <laughs> no, but, but for Cause, me. Because when I, I say people, apparently <laughs> they were not included. No, because I think it's easy. Women are verbalizers by nature. I think in in general, men aren't as verbal. And so we, um, I, I'll say I, I won't give a collective we, <laughs> I, I can sometimes overgeneralize and be like, 
oh, well, they're not talking about it. So they, they don't, don't, they feel don't care. It, yeah. Or they don't care. And then you kind of go in because you want a reaction, but it's like, no, that's just not how the person mm-hmm. like emotes. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, sometimes you do want a reaction. You do want to see that the people mm-hmm. care. And so, you know, just another, just another life lesson. Look at you. We learning up in here. We are. <laughs> we so learned. I know. So <laughs> when I, when I'm, when I'm getting hot, I'm going to have to re-listen to this podcast. <laughs> take some of my own advice. So we're not here, right? 2021 life lessons. You'd be like, dang, this sound familiar. She's like, I learned to listen. <laughs> no, you didn't. To my podcast again. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> You didn't learn anything. Yes. So in conclusioning. Oh, my favorite. (laughs) I'm going to take all my own advice in 2020. (laughs) And oh, and another thing that I'm started doing. I haven't been doing it every single day. But when I remember, I I heard this from God, one of the news anchors, like saying three things that you're grateful for. That you're grateful for. When you wake up in the morning. And oh, my goodness, it really, really changes like the trajectory of your day and working out in the morning as much as I hate waking up mm-hmm. early, like starting my day off with like a few m- minutes of like gratitude and then a gym exercise. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's, it's very much helped. So Good. any last words, Gina? Um, in oh. conclusioning for you, in conclusioning for me is just to, I mean, I've learned the power of reflection, right. And to make sure that I am, always reflecting and learning um and I will put forth a better effort in uh, making sure that I again it sounds selfish but just like to take care of myself so that I can be the best me for other people um yeah and just happier yourself yeah I mean yeah but I know I know my like I know like who I am as a person is that I am like someone of service you know what I'm saying and so like, yeah, I want to be the best person for me. Absolutely. But I know that what is fulfilling for me is to see other people happy, is to be able to support them. And I know that I can't do that unless I'm the best me. So, yes. Aww. Aww, pal. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy New Year's. Happy 2020. New year, new decade. Um, you can follow me on Apple Podcasts. I realize I've been saying follow me on iTunes, which is so 2019. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Um, subscribe, review. Please say something, you know, positive mostly or just honesty, you know. Yeah, honesty. Honesty. But positivity is great too <laughs> if, if that's what you feel in your honest opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, comment like subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and you can um also list, read more articles listen to more podcasts on my website uh, tallhungrygirl.com thank you so much